0: Coming to you direct from the heart of New York City all the way to wherever you are, you're listening to the VIP Jazz Wall Report. Before I introduce my next guest, let me give you an idea of who she is by relating a quote from her, and this is what she said in eight words. Impossible is not a fact, it's an opinion. Strong words, a strong personality, and you really wouldn't want to mess with her because she would knock you out she's doing things her way in so many different ways an inspiration to her generation and a pleasure to have on this show she's an undefeated world boxing champion a movie star a tv host a fitness and wellness expert an author but most importantly a wife and a mother it's an honor to welcome miss leila ali you welcome leila
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm good, my dear. I've got to say, you are one beautiful woman.
1: Well, thank you, and thanks for that wonderful introduction.
0: <laughs> well, I, I love your name as well. Thank it's you. I like, a,
1: I like it too. There's more Laylas running around these days. There are, I aren't I don't there? I love that.
0: <laughs> but it's a beautiful name, and the both names go very well together.
1: They do, thank you. And
0: I'm a bit of a fortune teller, and the underdog, the, sorry, the underground blogs, they call me the player from the Himalayas. <laughs> so. <laughs> so can I tell you what your name is and you see if you agree tell me okay well it's a Persian origin Um, your name defines you as someone who always brings to completion anything you start you're generous but I think you like to see returns from your giving you have an executive ability you're a leader you are moral you are balanced I think you're honest you're intellectual You have a sense of spirituality, you're wise, practical, you appreciate beauty, you always think before you act, but most importantly, you're bold, independent, inquisitive, and interested in research. You know what you want and why you want it.
1: Wow, well, that sounds like my sign, which is a Capricorn. Um, You know, here I am thinking that uh, my name just meant beauty in the night.
0: Uh, That's That's the Arabic version.
1: No, no, I think that's the
0: Hebrew, Hebrew.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I've always said, hey, I'm, I'm beautiful in the light also.
0: <laughs> uh, my wife doesn't say that about me at all. <laughs> when the lights are off, she thinks I look like the most handsome guy on earth.
1: Hey, turning the lights off always works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but are those true?
1: That is true. Uh, most of what you said, I mean, I do have some things that I start and haven't finished. I will finish, but haven't quite yet finished. But I think that has to do with just being the mother of two small children. Um, a lot of times, I forget what I'm doing. They come and they say something to me, and I forget where I left off on something, and I get back to say, oh yeah, that's what I was doing, you know.
0: So you know, we invented multi well, mothers invented multitasking long before technology came in. Oh yeah, my son's like on on Instagram, Twittergram, or whatever it is. But mothers have always been multitasking.
1: Oh, yes. And and my husband, I know there's a difference uh, because my husband has a very hard time doing two things at once, not even two things. And I'm like, I'm doing five things. You can't even do
0: two. (laughs) He's a true man. (laughs) Now, let's start with your most recent body of work. You just starred in the movie Falcon Rising. Yes. I saw it. Very action packed. But I had one problem with it.
1: What was your problem?
0: You sound like my wife. Um, you, you're an undefeated four-time world boxing champion after 24 wins with 21 knockouts and the best role you get in Hollywood is to play someone who gets beaten up in the slums of Brazil.
1: Can you believe it? What saying,
0: did you I see said, that? What the? No.
1: <laughs> what it is is that um, Michael Jai White, who I knew before, uh, he's the actor in the movie, played plays Chapman, mm-hmm. and um, he knew me and he saw me on a show that I did um, with Kevin Hart and he said, oh, wow, Layla can act. So he called me and he thought, you know, this role that I'm just about to start, um, this movie I'm about to start, there's a role in it that would be perfect for you. And even though there wasn't a lot of lines and scenes written in for me, because I, in the beginning they didn't know that, that would it would be me in the movie, we're hoping to be able to do sequels where um, we can build a franchise and we can be like this fighting duo, brother and sister. Um, but unfortunately, because it had already been written and in the timing, there just wasn't that many changes that can be made. But trust me, I was let down as well, because when he called me, knowing that he plays all these action roles, I was thinking I was going to be fighting. And I get there and I'm like, you mean I'm just going to lay in the hospital bed the whole movie?
0: Well, you should have got an Oscar for that, because that was very convincing, <laughs> lying on the rocks.
1: <laughs> you see that spasm I had? And I started shaking. I had to practice that. I did a good job having a seizure.
0: <laughs> How was it doing the movie? I mean, this is your first one, right?
1: Yeah, it was my first uh, big screen um, role, and it was fun. Um, you know, I got to go out to Puerto Rico and, and shoot it in some beautiful scenery out there. Um, you know, it was it was nice to get my feet wet. Um, and kind of just be on the set and see how things how things go, and you know because a lot of times people don't realize it's not glamorous. Actually, shooting the part that takes a lot of energy, especially if you have action roles or we're crying scenes or things like that. So, you know, I do respect the craft, right? Um, and it, it's, it's not easy. So, um, I'm glad that I didn't get uh, bite off too much, you know, for my first role. So,
0: what did you find with the challenges?
1: Hmm, the challenges. Uh just getting into character, I mean when you have to we're playing a brother and sister, so was, you have to kind of channel that type of energy right uh, because the first thing people would think was that we're going to be romantic, you know no. um, the two of us, and I didn't want it to be that kind of energy, so you know I had to work on that um, even though, like I said, there was no romantic energy there, but because people's perception, you know they would have thought that's what it was going to be
0: so did you take your kids with you? I
1: didn't, no. I don't take my kids often because they're in school and a lot of times it's just easier for them to stay home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a really hard time focusing when they're around and I get a little uptight and wound up because they, they they put me through the ringer sometimes. So it's just, you know, it's much easier for me to, to go. But, you know, I was only there for a matter of days. I think it was like four nights or something like that. So oh,
0: It wasn't too bad.
1: Oh, no, no. I don't ever leave my children for long. Four days, five days is usually my limit, if that.
0: Now, your co-star, Michael J. White, what's he like as a person? He's a nice guy. You know, he's a
1: fighter. I mean, he's a oh, mixed martial.
0: He looks martial, it.
1: Yeah, he's a mixed martial artist, and uh, he's very methodical and um, thinks a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, long pauses before he speaks a lot of times. <laughs> right. um, I'm the exact opposite of that. I'm kind of quick. So, um, but he's a nice guy, you know, and he, he takes uh, what he does very seriously, and um, he's really hoping that, that this movie does well because he had this idea of bringing me in and... and um, like I said, building a franchise, so
0: no, I noticed you didn't do a romantic role. Is that something you specially avoid? I do. Yep. Because okay. of your moral and spiritual belief?
1: Um not really spiritual belief. It's more so just I'm a married woman and, and um And that's you know,
0: where I, I, I when I defined your name, I said you're moral, balanced, honest intellectual.
1: Yes. My my um my I'm not an actress, you know, and I know that actresses have to go to a place where it's like they just see it as just acting. Right. And it doesn't matter. They'll take the clothes off, do the whole sex scene, all that, and oh, it was nothing, you know. And then there was times when, of course... You know, these people end up, you know, they do a role together. They have these sex scenes and all th- all of a sudden they're dating, you know, in real life. And you wonder, hmm, you know, you must have liked something about that. You must have enjoyed it. So um, my husband feels the same way. And I know that he wouldn't want to see me in any roles like that. I don't necessarily think I could bring myself to a place to want to do a role like that. So um,
0: I'm, now, Lele, we haven't met, right? No, I don't. This think is so. probably our first time. We had a, we had a little yeah. chat yesterday for a yep. few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just very proud of myself that I picked up on this.
1: Oh, so you want some
0: points. Okay.
1: I got, you I... did a great job. You, <laughs> really you got me in the bag. Yes. Oh, my God. I should have told you that the first time. Oh, how did you figure all of that out?
0: <laughs> and I thought, you know what? There's a reason. So you seem to have a lot of values in your life.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Every decision I make that's um, you know, important or that um, where I'm going to be representing myself mm-hmm. or other people or whatever, I I think about those things, you know, and there's some things that sometimes I would be okay with, but I'm like, hmm, how would this look? How would people perceive it? You know, I'm I'm not going to do it, you know, so um, as far as my image and and everything is concerned, for sure. So I I turn a lot of things down, you know, in this business that we're in, you know, where they could make me money, but because I I have to be able to sleep at night, I'm like, "Mm, no, I don't think I'll do that. I'll keep it moving.
0: That's a great value to have and a difficult one. And I'm going to get to that about your image later on. But do you enjoy the world of Hollywood from what you've sampled so far?
1: Not at all. (laughs) Um, It's nice to be able to do a movie and have fun doing it. And it would be nice um, to have two African-Americans playing uh, action stars or a positive role. You don't see that all the time. Mm -hmm. So I could take that feeling and that thought into it, and it would drive me to be able to complete a film. But... You know, everything that comes along with it, promoting the film, traveling, you know, all the attention, that's not something I necessarily like. Um, I, didn't, I, I never really have, so I'm kind of like anti-celebrity, and I'd rather not be noticed. Right. But at the same time, you know, I grew up different than everybody else, you know, I grew up with my father being a global icon, and I've had all that attention. Um, so I kind of shy away from it, you know, um, but at the same time, you know, I don't let it stop me from doing the things that I want to do.
0: Why should our listeners go and watch the movie Falcon Rising?
1: It's a great movie. It really is. Um, when when I say great, meaning um, it is what it is. You know, it's it's an action film. There's an underlying story um, with this veteran that's come back, and he's got um, post traumatic stress syndrome, and, and people, a lot of people are dealing with that. Um, there's this underground world of drugs and and um, police. Corruption and sex trafficking—something that really goes on in, in the world now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're highlighting that as well. And I, I think it's just, like I said, it's a—it's a—it's a good movie. It's entertaining to watch. So it's, you know,
0: it is. It definitely is. Yeah. Now, from the big screen to the small screen, you got a new show coming out called All In with Leila Ali.
1: Yes, All In is a show actually that is already on. It comes on every um, Saturday on CBS mm-hmm. in the morning. And it's a show where I'm the in-studio host, and what I do is I I introduce these stories where we're profiling ordinary individuals that are doing extraordinary things. So we might be profiling a a scientist or something that's um, saving African rhinos. He's transporting them by helicopter. Um, to safer grounds because they're being killed due to poachers. So you get this beautiful scenery in Africa, and you see these beasts basically being carried, you know, like cargo by a helicopter, which is really interesting to see. Or we might profile um, young girls in Ghana that are, you know, living in a impoverished area, but they're able to go to a school to learn how to be pilots, and no. they're all females, and that's not happening in most places in the world, let alone impoverished areas. So to see these girls go from their low to high in the sky, and you know, or we might highlight an athlete like Lindsey Vonn, who 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 was an Olympic skier, broke her leg, and was told she'll never ski again, and we watch her. Um, you know, get stronger and, and, and um, go to therapy, and then she ends up back on, on the ice. So, um, you know, they're very inspirational stories and educational and, and just beautiful and fun to watch.
0: Now, how did you get chosen to host
1: it? I don't know. I just kind of do a good job on the things that I've done and word gets around. No, I'm joking. Um, I think that I I did a show before on television called Everyday Health, um, which was the same type of show, uh-huh. um, but it had to do with health. And then somehow word got around, and when CBS decided they were going to do this block, this three-hour block of family-friendly television, um, they, they thought I'd be the perfect host for this show.
0: So, You know, people see your success, but do you have stories in your life where you've struggled?
1: Oh, of course, definitely.
0: I sure do. Can I you share with us?
1: I wrote a book about it. Um, You know, I have a book called Reach.
0: That's right.
1: Yes, Finding Strength, Spirit, and Personal Power, Mm -hmm. which I wrote when I first came onto the scene publicly um, because I was boxing, and back then people didn't understand why. They didn't agree with it. Everybody had so much to say, and it was just, you're such a pretty girl. You're Muhammad Ali's daughter. Why do you need to box? And basically it said, I don't need to box. I want to box. I like to box, and let me help you explain why. Let me explain why. Um, So... But I mean, I, 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 you know, I've had a dysfunctional childhood growing up, um, you know, even though my father was the greatest, he wasn't always around, you know, my mother was doing her thing and I was left on my own a lot to raise myself and I got myself into trouble along the way because I've always been pretty um, confident and a little bit of a rebel without a cause and, you know, just wanted to grow up fast and when you're a kid that doesn't That's not always a good thing at that time, so I got myself into trouble, hanging around the wrong people, ended up in juvenile hall um you know everybody thought that I was going to crash and burn, you know, but of course, I emerged, I learned my lesson, got my head on straight you know i i um you know I, what was
0: your turning point to get your head back on straight
1: uh when the judge said I was going to jail. <laughs> It's was like, wait a minute, <laughs> a little tough girl started crying, so, um, but it was too late, so he, he had to teach me a lesson, and that was it. You know, Having my freedom taken away, mm. um, that's when you really have time to sit down and think, because I had everything that it took.
0: Did you actually spend time in jail?
1: Oh, yeah, I ended up spending about three months. Yep,
0: wow. I did. Three, Juvenile three hall. months?
1: Juvenile hall it is, not jail, but I did call it jail, but
0: jail for kids. <laughs> what was it and, like in there?
1: Uh, It was hard because, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of kids that um, obviously didn't come from the background that I came from. Mm -hmm. Um, They really had real problems, like real, real problems, and they didn't have a support system. So I was able to see what I had and be thankful for it and be appreciative and also share with them. I mean, it it, it was meant to happen, you know, because I helped a lot of people while I was there. Um, And... Like I said, I don't I don't regret it now because a lot of it, and I and I do regret a lot of things, but I don't regret that. Um, and so I'm not one of those people who just says I have no regrets because I have lots of regrets that I just refuse to share. But um, you know, I I think that it's helped make me into the person that I am.
0: So. So if anyone thinks you've had it easy, they're disillusioned.
1: Oh no, I haven't had it easy, and I'm definitely I never go around crying about how hard I've had it because people have it way harder. Um, but
0: it's still I've never seen a photo of you frowning. <laughs> you're always smiling.
1: Well that's because we picked the right photos to share. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're very Trust humble me. too.
1: Trust me, I've got lots of photos that I'm like, Oh no, erase that right now. <laughs> no. I frown like and make I'm known for making some crazy faces. So my husband says it all the time. He's like, Stop frowning. You're too pretty to be frowning. So I'm like,
0: What can you do? <laughs> Now, you're also going to be, what, on a CBS Sports Network? Called yes, that's the talk. new show. That's, that's the also, new show.
1: Mm-hmm, that's also a CBS Sports Show. Um, they're doing an all-female sports panel show, which is the first time ever it's been done. Mm. And um, I'm going to be joined by other accomplished women in the world of sports, other athletes, um, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure they'll constantly be adding pe- people. It's just like with the men's networks where you might see some of the current football players or retired football players or, you know, basketball speaking on the current situation. And there's going to be, um, you know, people who are just reporting news already, you know, some some coaches, some, some
0: uh, you know, um, you
1: know what I'm saying. There's going to be a nice mix of women. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It debuts on September 30th.
0: Well, I support it totally because I'm really not into sports. But if you have a few pretty girls talking about it, right. I, I would love that. And that's, it,
1: what? What I keep, that's what I'm telling Ladies, we have to make sure we look pretty because we've got to get that audience that, you know, just wants to look at pretty ladies.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's what sells. Well, it is.
1: And we know this. So the good thing is, is that... Um, you know, and some people, some people uh, have something to say about that. They don't like that. But that, at the end of the day, people like looking at anything pretty, whether it's a pretty car, pretty house, pretty mountains, pretty sky, pretty women, handsome men. You know, it's just what people like. And it's the thing is, you got to get them to watch, and then you have to say something that's meaningful. I mean, my own father said that. I remember. Growing up and him saying, you know, he wanted to get the Rolex watch and the Rolls and the mansion because that's what, unfortunately, that's what's going to take to get people to listen to him because they want to have what you have and they want to be inspired. So you get their attention with a little flashiness,
0: right. and then
1: you you draw them in and then you you put them put it on them.
0: <laughs> you know what? He's a he's a walking psychologist because he knows what'll make people pay attention.
1: Right. And and to me, it seems pretty simple, but. Um, You know, it gets so complicated now these days, you know. Now, you
0: know, you're going to have all this all-female cast on this sports show. In your mind, when when you're going to get on there, what are you going to really comment on that other men won't?
1: Well, I don't think it's really about trying to be different than the men. I think you're definitely going to get a different perspective, a different point of view because we're women. Um, For example, there's a case going on with a football player named Ray Rice, You know that that knocked his Mm -hmm. uh, then fiance out in the elevator. I mean, women might have a different um, outlook on that than men. Or there's a guy now who's getting charged with child abuse because he used a switch to beat his four year old son and. You know, I think as mothers, a lot of times we're going to have a different, um, you know, voice on that. So it just depends. I don't uh, it, we're not always going to be dealing with just female topics. We're just going to be dealing or female sports topics. We're going to deal with everything. But I think it's going to be more of the view meets sports, you know, so it's, it'll it'll be a little bit of, of a relaxed setting. So I, I, I have high hopes for it, but it remains to be seen. You know, I'll,
0: what are you um, going to bring to it? Well, anytime
1: I come to the table, you know, there's going to be some excitement, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be, I'm going to be candid, you know, I'm going to say what's on my mind, I'll probably get myself in trouble sometimes, because it's a live show, and, you know, i got to work on that.
0: I'm looking forward but, to that because, you know, th- there isn't a lot of bad publicity out there on you. There just isn't. I know,
1: unfortunately, you know, but sometimes, you know, people always have something to say. They don't like this. They don't like that. But I mean, you can't please everybody. I know that my intention is never to be rude, never to hurt anybody's feeling, but to say what's on my mind. If you don't like it, hey, that's all right. You're entitled to not like what I have to say.
0: You'll get your Twitter account ready.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to stay off of Twitter because there's times when people people say some things and, or, on my Facebook page, I'm like, Wait a minute, you're not going to come to my page and talk crazy to me and I want to say something. <laughs> my man is always like, Layla, stop it
0: <laughs> So you do have to control yourself on 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 the social media
1: I do i mean you I mean I'm never gonna just I would never put anything
0: but what would what would what would someone say that would be spiteful? I mean, what do you do that's well, spiteful i get
1: I've had people tweet very racist things, I mean things I can't even say. Um, you race know. things,
0: even in oh, today's yeah. and, world. And,
1: and nobody sees it unless I respond to it, you know? Right. Um, so there's just things like that, and I, there's Twitter bullies, you know, and I'm, I'm just that type of person that this is wrong, and I want to say something back, but for me, you know, being that I'm, you know, um, a spokesperson for Activia, which is Danon and things like that, and I deal with a lot of corporate companies, mm. they don't want to see that. They don't want to see me fighting or arguing on Twitter, so... It's not really worth it, so I have to think about that.
0: Well, so it's quite a complicated scenario.
1: It is, but you know, you just pretty much just leave it alone because at the end of the day, you're, you're, they know who I am, they know what I look like, they they can find me, but I can't find this person. Right. You know, I, I don't know who this person is, so why even put too much time and energy into it? You know.
0: Now, do you think this whole concept of having a all female cast on the show will work? I mean, who's your who's your prime audience?
1: I think men and women, you know, and I think CBS can answer that question better as far as the prime audience, but
0: I think um, But when they pitched it to you, I mean, you must have asked, well, who am I going to be speaking
1: to? Well, I'm going to be speaking to like I said, men and women Hmm. um, and anybody who's into sports and also just sports entertainment. um, You know, so but like I said, it remains to be seen because I think it'll do well. I have high hopes for it, but you never know. You know, you never know. As far as ratings are concerned, um, you know, people have so many options now. What they can do with their time. So, at 10 o'clock, Eastern, you know, live. We'll see how many people want to tune in and, and see. I'm going to definitely do the best job I can do. So, we just have to go from there and see what happens.
0: Now, from the screen to print media, your new book. I believe you're writing a new book on fitness, wellness, and healthy cooking.
1: I am. I feel that there's a need for it right now because. What's it, what's it going to be called? I don't have the name yet, but um, I'm, I'm toying with "Fight for Your Life."
0: Fight for your
1: life. Yep, because I feel like right now you really have to fight for your health because we're constantly being inundated with junk, you know, um, and processed foods and sodas and and it's even now when you're trying to be healthy now they figure out ways to trick you mm-hmm. and say oh this is natural or this is healthy and make it seem healthy when it's really not um so i feel like left and right you have to fight even with the doctors you know you've got to you've got to you know your doctors a lot of times are focused on um keeping you coming back to the doctor <laughs> not really fixing the problem you know, and, and a lot of our, um, we need to let food be our medicine, you know, and understanding how to choose the right foods and the right quality of foods and how to detox our bodies and things. But it is a fight because everything right now is working against you. So, um, but like I said, I I, I just really want to discuss some things and, and educate people on um, small things that they can do and some of the bigger things that they can do to, to um, lead, lead healthy lives and take control of their health.
0: You know, what I find now is, There's a lot of sort of sabotage in a lot of the products. You know, like this um, healthy water or whatever. Suddenly you'll get an article saying uh, it's got too much sugar, uh, you need to be careful, things like that.
1: Well, that's what I was saying. It's like it's very overwhelming mm. even me. I'm always on the hunt to, to, you know, try to be as healthy as possible. And you want, you're doing one thing one day, and there's new information that, you know, even with water bottles, it's like now you can't even, you know, the, the water is um, getting contaminated from the water bottle because there's chemicals in the water bottles, you know, and things like that. And it's just like, oh, man, you know. So you really have to be aware. You really have to um, do some research.
0: Now you no, say haven't. part of the book is gonna be healthy cooking, oh yeah, are you a cook
1: i am yes oh. i'm 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 <laughs> I'm a very good cook. I actually was on chopped, um which is a food network show um I think that was was that last night or the night before um in a food competition which I won.
0: Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank was you. Was
1: it $50,000? It was. And a car, right? It was. It, it, well, that's what the, the ultimate prize is. There's another. I'm going to be in the final uh, next week.
0: Oh, ka so, Mm-hmm. So, so what are you going to do with the money?
1: Well, I haven't won the money yet. The, you have to oh, have you
0: just to got come. one step closer.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So, mm-hmm. Now, in your book called, you know, The Reach, Finding Strength, Spirit, and Personal Power, um how did it do did it do pretty good
1: it did okay um it could have done better i that was my first book Mm. and people didn't know about it you know i know this now i mean i was so young um and i just didn't know that i needed to promote the book on my own not just do the little first week that the book company does and that's it you know i needed to set up book signings and promotions and things like that, which I didn't do. I was very busy with my boxing career at the time. And like I said, I was young and, and naive. I didn't know. So um, it it didn't do as good as, as I would have liked it to do. But I'm actually thinking about um, come bringing it back out again.
0: So this time, would you be more prepared to go around and do all the book signings and the city tour? and the? Oh, interviews? yeah,
1: I would definitely have to do that. If I decide I'm going to do it, I would have to do that. Otherwise... You know, people, like I said, won't know about it because everyone that read the book, and Mm -hmm. um, most, I'm saying 99% of the people who read the book really enjoyed it and really felt that it was helpful, especially for young girls, and that's who I wrote it for. Um, And, yeah, so I've gotten really good um, feedback on the book.
0: Do you think in your journey in life, having famous parents, has that helped or hindered you in your pursuit of success?
1: Uh, I would say it's helped me. Um, It if I look at um the hindrances there there are some there but I think that's nobody's life is perfect. So if I had to choose one it would be help. Um because I feel like I was gonna be successful regardless because it's just in me to mm-hmm. be and um you know I, I refuse to lose. <laughs> so um I'm I've been able to take um, you know, being Muhammad Ali's daughter and it's been a positive for me because You know, I I have a lot of pride about the fact that the same blood runs through my veins and, you know, all of the morals and values that I've been taught and just everything I've learned from watching him and how he interacts with people um, has helped me in my life. And obviously, um, you know, having the last name has helped me in, in the ring, just being his daughter. Um, that could have worked against me as well if I didn't um, do what I needed to do to make sure I was successful because a name alone wasn't going to do it. You know, there's been other famous daughters that came behind me and tried to have boxing careers, and it just didn't work out the same.
0: You see, getting in the ring might be because of him, but winning all the matches are all your successes.
1: Yeah, and I didn't even, you know, I didn't even get in the ring because of him. Um, you know, I, I knew my father was a fighter um, you know, but I, I didn't start boxing until I saw women's boxing on television. That's what inspired me as a woman to want to do it, um, to see that I could, because I didn't know women could box. So for me, it just wasn't a thought. It was always men box. That, that wasn't even an option. But as soon as I saw women fighting, I'm, I got into it. and I said, oh, my God, I didn't even know women could fight. And from there on, I was like, that's what I want to do.
0: So, but, you know, you've been a boxer, yet you have no scars to show for it.
1: Well, that's what happens when you do the beating, you know, and the winning. So, no, I have a little tiny scar over my eye from a headbutt. I got cut in a fight. Right. Very small, It didn't open up um, because, like I said, I didn't... But I you don't
0: sense. have, like, a boxer's nose or the boxer's ears or things like that?
1: Neither does my father. I know. Yeah, neither does do a lot of the the fighters. I mean, not everybody... The fighters that end up that way are the ones that usually don't move their head, don't have the ring movement, you know, just come stand in front of you and just duke it out. That's not how I fought, so it wasn't going to happen. So you
0: flow with the impact as opposed to just stand and take it.
1: I move, you know, you that's the, that's the game, It's to hit and not get hit. So, it's a you know, you move an inch out of the way and the person's punch doesn't land, you know, so it's all about distance, having the right distance in the ring.
0: Now, uh, I think you've done a great job in keeping your own identity. Um, and, and you seem to have strong family values. It uh, sort of keeps you from being in the public eye, and, and your image is a relatively clean one, um, but your image is still sort of an enigma in terms of people can't define you as to who you are or what you stand for just as yet because you're doing so many things. But as you're going forward in time, are you going to be trying to sort of redefine?
1: No. Um, I I don't really feel I have to define myself, um, you know.
0: If you don't, then you get the haters trying to position you.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, the only time I I try, we we even talk about defining yourself is when it comes to making a living and, um, you know, figuring out that space you're in. Because like you said, a lot of times now people are like, oh, I love, people are just like, I love you, Layla, I love you, but what are you doing now? You know, so... It, it lets you know, okay, I have more work to do, because if I'm a life... Style or fitness and wellness expert, you want people to know that. You want them to think of you when they think of a fitness and wellness expert. Oh, Layla Ali, not necessarily always just Jillian Michaels or this person. So I'm definitely working towards that. Um, so that means I have to do more appearances on the Today Show and be talking about fitness and wellness or giving tips or I need to come out with my book. That's part of the big reason why I decided to do a book because I really need to establish myself in that space. And then from there you do videos and products and fitness wear line and all of that before first i need people to understand this is who i am this is what i do and i'm very serious about it so that in a business sense mm-hmm. i definitely have to define myself but as far as just living this life and doing the things that makes me happy that make me happy um i'm not really too worried about defining myself you know um i think that most people see me as strong some people see me as intimidating um a little guarded you know that's kind of the feedback that i get um, people haven't really had the opportunity to really see my personality as far as outside of me being on TV talking about some health initiative or, or something like that. So I'm looking to find ways to show my personality more and have more fun and let people see me having fun.
0: Now, part of your book and obviously part of now where you're going with all of this is, is obviously the the wellness aspect of it. Um, and part of wellness is to look good because you feel good and, and you're doing good. Uh, a lot of, lot of women listeners on my show, how do you manage to remain so beautiful? <laughs> because, look, you're uh, an ex-boxer. You've got two kids. Uh, you've got m- multiple sort of projects you're handling. So you're, you're a very busy person.
1: Well, it's a struggle. I don't necessarily look the way that I would like to look, but...
0: um, And how would you like to look?
1: Well, you know, when you've been at your best and you know what that is, you're constantly striving for that. And I was at my best when I was actually fighting because obviously I was training four hours a day, you know... um,
0: But you're assessing beauty from a muscular point of view.
1: For me, yes,
0: for sure. And, And I think our listeners and myself, we're assessing beauty from that radiance that you have.
1: Right, right. Well, that that's all a part of what I'm what I'm going to say um for me that's what I meant how I want to look, mm-hmm. but I was going to say because we all have our, you know, you know, our perfect self. But um realistically i don't have the time to do that anymore so i'm constantly trying to find ways to balance and for me the what works best is eating clean and what i mean from that is you know focusing on on cooked food or raw food things that come from the earth so vegetables sweet potatoes you know brown rice even white rice actually is, is good if it's basmati rice from india but um you know, uh, juicing from time to time, you know, taking my vitamins, drinking a lot of water, not eating processed food, junk food, things out of packages that have all these chemicals and 500 ingredients and you don't even know what they are, Mm. you know, so... Because beauty comes from within So first first thing you have to be doing Is putting the right things in So that they come out They don't get stuck in your body And ferment and cause problems And, and like I said I'm going to talk about that in the book And that's where the radiance comes from And it shows through your skin um, You know and, and getting enough rest And not being too stressed And for me it's just about Having your priorities in order Family comes first for me You know And then of course You know Eating properly every meal, trying to make the right choices, getting my exercise, and just trying to live a stress-free life as much as possible. Now, don't get me wrong. I said this is what I strive to do. It's not its not always easy, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I, I feel like I do have stress from time to time, but trying to um, figure out ways to relax.
0: Do you believe in fasting?
1: I do. Um,
0: do you I do think- that often?
1: I don't. I don't really like to not eat. Um, that's one thing about me. I, I like to eat, um, mm. but I think fasting is good. First of all, we just eat way too much food, and 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 you know, it's people just don't even have any idea of how much they're supposed to be eating. Um, and you know, we need to eat smaller portions. I don't care what plan you're doing. If you're doing this, eating six times a day. Small portions to keep your body burning and running, that works. If you're doing the fasting in between meals, like I'm doing something right now where I, what works for me is I don't even eat breakfast, where all these years it was like, breakfast is your most important meal, you have to eat breakfast. No, everyone doesn't have to eat breakfast, but you have to know why you're not eating breakfast. You see what I'm saying? You can't. And
0: why act. are you not eating breakfast?
1: I'm not eating breakfast because I like to. One thing I do have is coffee. I have a cup of coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. I have some fat, some good fat with it. So, which is um, okay. uh, coconut oil. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll lit or olive oil. I'll re- I literally take a, a, a tablespoon of it and just take it down with my coffee. That my body. Can burn, stay in um, fat burning zone, and it teaches your body to use fat as energy. Right. Um, and I can't go into too much explanation here, but I'm going to talk about this in my book, and people can Google it or whatever. But it keeps your body in ketosis, where you're you're in fat burning zone, and you know you don't necessarily have to eat food. So I'm actually feeding my body something good, and then that actually lasts me through my workout. So I'm working out on an empty stomach. So, again, I'm burning fat. I'm not burning the food that I just ate. I'm going to start burning body fat. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done working out, I'll have my shake, which has all these good things in it that I put in it. And then I'll have
0: Are they you know, natural, the, the the shake, or is it like the powdered form?
1: Well, I use a little bit of everything. I use a good quality, high-quality protein powder, mm-hmm. and then I use um, powdered greens. Yeah, you know, I put more fat in it. Sometimes I put avocado and then I put some, um, you know, I use water. And then I'll also put sometimes raspberries or, you know, frozen frozen raspberries or frozen spinach. You know, so I mix it up. I don't always like the same thing. But that's just a good way to just know, okay, I got everything in that I need to get in that I might not get out of my meal. Um, and then it's also good to have a shake after you work out because your body has already been put through stress. And breaking down food is, actually makes your body work takes two hours for your body to actually get the nutrients from the food mm-hmm. whereas if you have a shake you're you're giving you're feeding your body right then and there so you're feeding your muscles you're feeding everything and that's how you see results more so from your workout I'm, you I'm, actually,
0: I'm just i'm just sweating thinking about all of this <laughs> now let's do something that i can let's do something that'll be far more appealing to me um on the outside what do you do do you use a lot of moisturizer at night well,
1: i'm so bad with that hmm? no um I, I, I like to use natural products, by the way, um, so I don't use a whole lot of stuff. But um, I'm pretty bad with moisture, moisturizing. You know, I, I pretty much like to just put lotion on the areas that you see. So, like, my husband gets out the shower and oils his body down and puts lotion all over his body, and I kind of just dry off, get dressed, and if I'm going to have my legs and arms out, I'll put lotion on those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you're so real, it's unbelievable. <laughs>
1: ongoing joke my husband's like you are too pretty to have ashy booty (laughs) ashy for those people don't know is you know brown skin and it's dry you can see the you know (laughs) the cracks
0: (laughs) now um despite being in in all the glitz and glamour are you still able to maintain the discipline with your eating habits and your work and family
1: uh yes i mean i i love to eat and eating has
0: but what do you love to eat
1: Oh, God. I just like good food. I like...
0: Don't you like uh, a good pizza sometimes or a juicy burger? I do, burger? and
1: I eat pizza like once a week.
0: Yep, I do, because I order so pizza. So you know what I'm getting from you? What? Is <laughs> you're very real. Yeah. And you do everything in moderation, but you do it all. Oh,
1: I, not all, but I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. You know, I don't um, do things like that because I just, I just don't. I just never have been into it. But, um, you know, pizza because i like pizza i'm good like i don't order pizza for myself but i order pizza like we have pizza fridays and when there's a pizza around i'm gonna have a slice or two it's hard for me not to so um and it's okay and i don't feel bad about it because you know 90 percent of the time i'm doing what i'm supposed to do and i think that so you're living in a world
0: of moderation
1: Yes, you've got to give yourself some of the things that you want. And I help people with diet plans all the time. And I'm, if I'm dealing with a person who's eating bad every day, mm. I go, can you just eat bad every other day? And then we move it to every three days and then to every four days. You've got to wean people off. You can't just expect them to just stop because that's when they just decide to just, you know, go crazy at some point and start going back to their old ways.
0: Now, the world is listening. So can you tell me something no one knows about you till this day?
1: Oh, wow, it's hard because I tell everything.
0: Everybody says that, but they've all got something.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. So why would I tell you now? Because I'm begging. <laughs> Let me think about that. Hmm. Well, one thing that the world, meaning the people that are listening, would know is that I cry a lot. That they don't know? They don't know.
0: Yeah. You I cry, cry a lot?
1: I do. I cry a lot. I'm very sensitive. Um I was, I was undefeated
0: champion crying a lot.
1: Yeah, because one has nothing to do with the other. You know, people see I'm there's nobody stronger than me. When I say strong, I'm talking about just I got feel like I got 50 angels standing behind me, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I'm part of part of that strength is my sensitivity, you know, and um, you this know, is I'm emotional
0: very, sensitivity. Huh? This is emotional sensitivity.
1: Well, no, meaning like um, I'm I, I, I'm touched by things. So humility, like I, I was I was looking at Facebook the other day and I was just scrolling through and I saw this picture of this young girl um, and I was having a great day and I'm just scrolling through. See this picture of this young girl and there was a there was a chalk drawing of a of a woman on the ground and then there was a little girl balled up sleeping inside of it and mm. i was just like why well, it made me read it i said what does this heading say and it says an iranian artist drew this picture of this young orphan that had never met her mother so she drew her on the ground and then went to sleep like she, she you know and i just it just made me so sad to see that i just started crying like boohooing mm. and um because i just felt her her little spirit you know and and my husband came down the stairs and was like what are you doing you know and i just said look what i saw on facebook and you know, and he's just like, oh, God, you know, but that that those are the types of things that I, I kind of do. I'll see certain commercials and they'll make me cry.
0: So um, I just. <laughs> and if I brought you a little puppy, would you start crying out of joy? No,
1: no, not not things like that. I, I cry when I feel like someone's been hurt yeah. or someone's in pain, things like that. Um, or, or when somebody's really happy, um, you know, it's you know, because they've overcome something. I, I, I feel their joy. So I'm very sensitive to that. Type of
0: energy. Now you're an inspiration to others, but who is your inspiration?
1: Oh man, Um, you know it's it's.
0: What drives you every day? I mean, where do you? If you're feeling down, um, like if I'm feeling down, I'll I'll probably go onto your website or watch some YouTube clips from you, see your drive, and that'll inspire me. Right.
1: Well, I find inspiration every day, like you said, and little things like that. But um, what inspires me on a consistent basis is my children, Um, just because they're so young and they're so, um, you know, so pure. Mm -hmm. There's no limit for them, you know, and they just don't understand why something can't be done and they just feel like they can do anything, and that just reminds me of, of just bringing me back to my childlike ways when I was that way, when nothing could stop me. And, you know, and, and it just inspires me to, to work as hard as I can and to be successful because I want to lead the way for them. So even when I don't feel like doing something um, or when I'm okay with letting myself down, I don't want to let them down.
0: So, Who are your role models then? Who are your role models?
1: My role models have always been my parents, you know, for the most part. You know, I've got one of the greatest... Of all times, mm. you know, what which, which is great is from my point of view is that I know all my father's flaws. Um, as great as he is, you know, and, and being such a global icon, he has so many downfalls. And to be able to see that and be okay with it, because mm. it lets me know that nobody's perfect. It's like, man, Muhammad Ali's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And it's okay not to be perfect. You know, that's how we all are, and that's what we're on earth for, is to figure things out you know
0: but, but what what did you find in him that was imperfect
1: oh gosh where do i start
0: No, <laughs> well, just tell me one <laughs>
1: well he's as a father and he's just not um he's not i would say he he hasn't been best father of what you would consider what people would consider to be the best father um and that's because he was gone all the time, you know, so he was so involved with in the rest of the world that he wasn't really paying close attention to his own children.
0: So is that where you get your value of trying to be the best mother?
1: Oh my God, I am I'm, I'm overcompensating because of it, and, and it's caused me my own issues where it's just like, no, Because I was trying
0: not. to get an interview with you, and I kept getting the feedback saying, well, no, she's got motherly duties.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry.
0: And no, no, no. And I, I, I actually admired and respected you for that because I thought, well, wait a minute. I never get that response back. Yeah. Usually they're saying they're with Oprah, but she's saying she's with her two kids.
1: Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a nanny. Um, I actually. I was going to
0: send them certificates for Toys R Us so that I could get you on the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can do that anyway. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, I, I I I do. My husband takes the kids to school. I could get up. I cook them breakfast. I pack their lunches. I get them dressed. He takes them to school. I pick them up. You know. So it's like everyone knows. Do not call me until after eight, and then I'm getting going to be working out. So then I'm not doing anything until between eleven and two. And uh, sometimes when I have to schedule something, I'll I'll hire or bring in my nanny that I use. But for the most part, because I had nannies and cooks and i didn't see my parents and i can't remember those childhood moments of you know being with my parents i don't want that for my kids so um i'm I'm a little i'm a little fanatic with it yep
0: (laughs) now you're on this huge you're climbing this ladder of success what's the message you have to people out there who want to do the same
1: (sighs) they want to do the same just stay true to yourself um No matter what it is that's exactly
0: what you're doing. you're staying very true from this conversation that we've had you're staying very true to yourself
1: I have to i don't know any other way. It's like that's the type of person that I am. I have to be able to sleep at night like I'd rather um not have some of the things I want or suffer than not be able to sleep or feel like i sold i you know I sold out or anything like that to my to what I know is right so um, you know, I just believe that people need to stick with it, you know, choose something that they love, that they're passionate about, try to become the best that you possibly can at it and stick to it, you know. Um, and then you have to be real with yourself, you know. Um, sometimes, I mean, I've, I've trust me, I've met people who are very persistent with certain things and nobody else seems to think that they're good at what they're trying to do, but they do. And, you know, they, they remember that saying of just keep trying, just keep trying. But you really have to assess certain things and think, is this, you know, do other people see my value, you know, or will they, you know, see my value? Is this something I really should be doing? Because, you know, when you're trying to sell something and when you're trying to, you know, something that's going to depend on other people seeing your value, you've got to make sure you're really in the right space right. And once you figure that out. You know, um, you need to just go for it, full force, and stick to it. Because trust me, I get a lot more no's than I get yeses. Um, You know, and I've, I've had to constantly figure things out along the way um, and constantly try to continue making myself better. But stay on that path, and it's easy to do. If you stay on a path that's true to your heart, then you won't get confused and you won't every time somebody gives you a piece of advice or says you should do this, do that, you're trying to switch up and you're always, you know... Uh, living your life according to everybody else. You know, figure out what it is that 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 makes you tick and stick with it. That's my best advice.
0: And that is absolutely great advice. Leila, it's a wrap. It was wonderful having you on the show. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking to you.
0: Love to you, the kids, the Your Himalayas. husband. Tell your husband he's a very lucky man.
1: <laughs> I will. Thank you so much. I'm a lucky girl. I have a great husband.
0: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Your comments and your follow are so very welcome on my Twitter account at VipJazzWall and my Facebook page, Report. Also, let me know what you think about today's show with Leila Ali. A special shout-out of thanks to my wonderful team, William Sanchez and Rick Busser. I'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern with more fascinating stories that fill our lives with the inspiration and information we so need to kickstart the week. I wish you a wonderful evening tonight with your family and loved ones, and until next Sunday, have a productive and a happy week ahead.